Welcome to another post-retirement edition of the Dojo Talk podcast. This is allegedly episode number 177, and uh, we are back again, unplanned, um, spur of the moment. But yeah, we're, we're here. We're here to talk about things. You see the title, so you see what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> a certain card went down uh, last night that uh, I thought was pretty interesting, so I figured we should come on here and talk about it, but of course, I will not be talking by myself. I'm joined once again with my co-host, Antaku. What's going on, man? How are you doing? Um, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, you know what? I'm not as tired as I thought I would be. I was uh outside of watching the Rising of Bellator card. I was like, I'm going to try to make it to midnight for the new year. I didn't think I was going to make it. I was I was telling people Happy New Year early in anticipation that I was just gonna go to sleep, um, but I made it. I actually got to about one a.m. Then I then I passed out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm here. See the the issue with watching New Year's Eve live, uh, for these uh, Japanese MMA events, um, you know, is that they start at midnight on de- they start at midnight on December thirty first. Mm. Like, I got. I got no sleep between like eleven thirty on Friday night and two AM on Saturday or but Sunday morning. This is this is what the sport does to us. This is <laughs> this, this is what MMA does to us. This is the love that we receive back. Yeah. For staying up and trying trying to be dedicated fans of this this wacky sport. It just deteriorates <laughs> your body and your sense of time. Yeah, you know. You know they 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 studied like athlete brains for CTE. They need to study us. Yeah. After we pass. Oh my god. Out. <laughs> What's this sport doing to us? All that trauma. Man. But yeah, yeah, we're we're here to talk some uh some Bellator versus Rising. I did not write an outline for this episode, um, so it's gonna be a lot of a lot of freestyling. Um, if if you happen to be a first time listener, um. I don't know the next time you hear another episode, <laughs> but <laughs> you know we're supposed to be retired. But every now and again, we just kind of come back. There's always uh, something out there that's just like, yeah, want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Every now and again, it just a little interesting thing happens, and we uh we talk about it. But if you know, if you want to go check the backlog, um, feel feel free to do so. You got a hundred and and seventy plus episodes to go pick from, um. I guess real quick before we get into the card, um, you know, new new year, uh, new new things possibly for some of us. Uh, I don't know, maybe the quick like twenty twenty two recap and things looking forward to in twenty twenty three goals aspirations whatever if if you have any. Um, um like in my personal life. Personal, any anything, anything. I whatever. Mean, you got. Uh... I need a car. Yeah, that's 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 a thing. Yeah, no, I haven't had a car since like June. So I've been uh riding around on my bicycle, catching rides when it's too wet outside to do so. So mm. I need a car. Um, but on a more personal uh even more personal I, I wanna do uh more yarn stuff. Like I feel like I take long, long breaks in between when I finish stuff, and I want to just start hopping from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How about, how about you, Sensei? Um, 
I actually did a blog post yesterday. I try to blog once a year, and I, I met the quota real quick. I only had a couple hours left, so I hurry up and made a blog post yesterday. But uh, I was just thinking back on 2022, like, man, this year was like a blur, but it was also like a lot happened. Um, some good, some not so good. But uh, I don't know. I'm happy to just be here. Um, not not to bring the 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 the, the blues to the podcast, but I've just seen a lot of people just not make it this year. Like a lot, of, like more than I've ever seen before. And it's 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 getting weird. Like I'm just looking around, like man, so many people that I started the year with are not here anymore. And it is, I don't know. So I'm just I'm I'm just grateful to just be here. Um, mm-hmm. I've been working a lot, like working on the job and outside of job. I've been doing my Twitch thing. I'm on YouTube trying to battle the algorithm. Uh, <laughs> that's that's an interesting fight. The the algorithm got like the Floyd Mayweather dodging boy. It is hard to figure out that that YouTube algorithm is a beast. But <laughs> you know, just just been working a lot. Still, still, still doing creative stuff out here. 2023. Um, I guess for y'all to know, because this will involve y'all. Um, my Discord. I, I I probably said it the last time we did a podcast, but <laughs> I mean it this time. This, this we're recording this on on January first, twenty twenty three. By the end of this month, my Discord will be like a thing. It'll be open, and we can like watch fights and you know do do whatever. You know that'll that'll be a thing. Um, I don't know. I think in twenty twenty three, I just want to make some more progress. I got to take some shots. I got to put myself out there a little more. Mm. Um, I'm not good at marketing myself. I don't like marketing because marketing brings attention, and I don't like attention. But right. you you can't make creative things and not have attention because people got to watch <laughs> the stuff you do. Unfortunately, you can't make it and just keep it to yourself. Or well, you could, but you know, what was you know, I want people to see my stuff. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> try to try to just put myself out there, take some shots. Um, and I want to make a career change. And if anybody who I work with uh, happens to listen to this, shut up, say nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to make a uh, career change of sorts. I've been at my job currently for go January 27th will be nine years. Um, and I think I'm about just ready to just kind of do something else. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but be a lot more work this year, but I think my theme for this year, I need to figure out how to work smarter and not harder. Mm. Um, working hard is lame. <laughs> you are not wrong. Yeah, working hard is lame. Uh, I've, I've 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 been working hard all my life, and I need to figure out how to work smarter. So that is a that is a main thing for me, and keep keeping my health on track. Uh, def, definitely got to do that for uh, 2023. But let's uh, not bury the lead. Y'all know what y'all came here for. It's a little little, little card went down yesterday. Kind of kind of a big deal. I think it was a big deal because. Crossover events um, is something that I feel like a lot of combat sports fans would like to see more of, but we just we don't tend to get them that often. Um, right. Definitely yeah. don't get them with promotions of this caliber. So. And we also saw why we don't tend to see them. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Before we before we even dive into the card, I want to give Ryzen and Bellator. Both just major props because 
it it takes a lot to like do this. Um, yeah. It yeah, it definitely yeah. takes a lot. So, um, so Kakibara and um, Coker have had a bad couple of years, basically. Um, Bellator's viewership has been like crap. Uh, ever since they got into Showtime, like. I'm talking like, um, they, they, they. I think they've had shows that they've only gotten like five figure viewers. Ooh. Yeah, but also Showtime's down across the board. So like, it's not like it was back in the Strike Force days where you could put Nick Diaz on a show and it would pop a million in the ratings. And, All right. Um, you know, it's, the TV's down across the board unless you're like. I mean, even ESPN's down, but they're not as down as, like, your USA's and your TBS's and so on and so forth. Um, and Sakaki Bara has been ongoing himself for since, like, 2020. Throwing money at, throwing tens of millions of dollars at guys like Floyd Mayweather that's coming and just beat the <laughs> shit out of his own talent. Um... Like and I, I don't know how much you followed like um like his pressers and stuff, um, but he's ba- like he's basically been saying since like twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one, late twenty twenty, I think that like Ryzen's dying. Oh man! But it's like it's one of those things where like I'm not ha- sure how serious it is, and I'm not sure how much he's just trying to drum up support. Because he spent tens of millions of dollars to get Floyd Mayweather. Um, like, they're trying to expand into the U.S., and I think that's what was part of this, where, like, okay, they collabed with the U.S. promotion, they got on U.S. TV, awesome, whatever. But, like, their first event, I think the rumor was they were looking at Hawaii? And... I'm not sure what the time zone is there. Like, I don't know what time it is in Honolulu right now. But, like, the issue with Ryzen in the West is, or, it, yeah, out here, is that it comes on at 1 o'clock in the morning. If you're trying to expand into the U.S. and be on U.S. TV, having your show start five hours is, is not, it's not it. I was like, just just a quick note, it is 5 a.m. in Honolulu right now. Yes, and (laughs) it's 12 in Tokyo, so, like, that's terrible for your home audience, and it's terrible for the audience here, so, like, I don't... And Hawaii is, like, notoriously expensive. It's why the UFC still hasn't gone back there. Bellator has gone there because they had a Hawaiian champion. Yeah, I feel like they kind of had to. Yeah, they were trying to t- turn uh, Illuminati McFarland into, like, a superstar. Um, didn't work out. But one of the ways you do that is you have her fight at home. Um, so that makes sense. But, like, and I- I'm sure Coker, one of the things Coker's done is uh, he- he's made friends with, like, uh, local politicians. That's why it uh, Bellator was doing the one card a year in Italy deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, point being, it's been a hard couple years for Bellator, and, um, 
Ryzen. Oh, I also forgot Bellator got kicked. Uh, Bellator lost the zone deal, which is what made them like profitable. Like I don't know what the numbers are now, um, especially since they're owned by Viacom. Like I'm not sure if that's like a because it's a little different than like oh a TV company's paying us to be on Spike. Um, now instead it's just like they're owned by Viacom and they're given a budget. So I I don't know. I I don't know what the X's O's are there, but I know like the zone was like the thing that made them in the black, and then they got kicked off the zone because nobody was watching their cards except for like me and you. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to us keeping Bellator afloat. I've noticed real quick, and then we'll move on. I I, I feel like I've been kind of actually I, I have a statement and a question um, that'll lead into the card. Um, I haven't been keeping up with like the rising stratosphere uh, as of late i don't really know much of what goes on over there but i i know i can say for bellator that i've noticed for, for a long time they just seem to struggle with promoting in general like they're just i don't know sometimes i look over there it's not like bellator hasn't had big fights it's been a while but it's it i don't know like i, I feel like they don't even hype up their fights as much as they should like <laughs> they don't make them seem like they're like must yeah like i don't know yeah all right so i'll I'll say this i um i don't think that's just a bellator problem i think that's a 2022 new media problem because like i was reading this article um, a month or two ago it was about like um the barbie movie uh the the What's her name? Har- uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, bu- bu- I know Mar- you're talking about it, yeah. I forgot Mar- her name. Mar- 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 Margot Robbie. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the the author was talking about, like, you know, th- based on, like, all the hype and all the talk about the Barbie movie and blah, 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 you would think it had come out already. It's not coming out until, like, August. Mm. Like, nobody knows when things are happening anymore. Um, like, advertising for things is like ridiculously hard like um <clears throat> disney released a new movie called strange worlds like around thanksgiving yeah, and it tanked and it tanked but like people were being like well i didn't see any advertising for it i was just in new york um last monday and that shit is everywhere it's on taxi cabs on the side of buses saw a few billboards on like bus stops like it, it we are i don't know if it's part pandemic i don't know if it's part um you know uh we have all become so accustomed to ads that they are literally like we're all just mentally blacking them out like they are the parts of like the screen on at those like sketchy websites you go on mm-hmm. to, to legally download shit no i definitely feel that way because twitter is getting a little out of control with the ads now and okay. now <laughs> well elon musk needs to make money yeah 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 Can't run. But these these ads are they are getting out of control <laughs> uh yeah but like so like but like here's the thing do you remember sabatella and um 
Rafian Stad's getting into a fight on Ariel Hawani's show. Yeah. That was a thing that happened. It's not like they're not doing the media rounds. It's just that, like... It's not for, catching. It's, it's, not. it's not catching. It's not grabbing people's attention. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm not sure if it's just because it wasn't just ostentation or something. Like, they didn't actually get into, like, a fist fight. Someone didn't get the, like, I, 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 I'm wondering if it's that, too. It's just that we're, we are in a period of, like, escalating, like, I'm not going to say debauchery, but, like, you got to be really, really, really out there nowadays to, like, catch on. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think Bellator still just has this stigma. There's also which, that. There's yeah. Definitely people, also that. People just kind of look at Bellator like, oh, you're still a thing. Like, <laughs> and nobody, like, pays them any, like, real attention. Like, they still have good fighters, but people just look at Bellator like, oh, you're just, you're the great value brand of the UFC, and we don't really care about you you go over there and i mean there's there's a there's a lot of that there's like um uh freaking um also they just that like i i enjoy a lot of bellator cards if you watch a bellator prelim you're gonna see the most violent mma you're you're probably ever gonna see in like your life like dudes are out there with like two and two records kicking each other and breaking each other's shins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, They've evolved past the neighborhood mailman versus the uh, local gym instructor. I mean, not by much. Let's, let's be... Uh, like, it's it's a lot of NCAA wrestler fights uh, guy who works at the hardware store. Like, <laughs> there, there's a lot of that, too. Don't get me wrong. But, um... Like, the, they just, like... They've had a string of very unfortunate main events. Like they've had some good ones. Um, Neiman Gracie versus um, oh my god, uh, wrestling dude. Uh, Storley. Storley. There we go. Logan Storley. Um, hell, Storley versus um, Amazov was a good fight. I don't think it was a main event, but that was a great fight. Um, um, Borix, Bor- versus um. Oh my god, I'm terrible at names. Uh, Borix versus not Patricio. Um, short dude. Uh, do 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 I want to say White Show, but it's not White Show. It's not White Show. Uh, former UFC guy. Uh, <clears throat> I actually really like him. I don't know why I can't remember his name. Uh, Adam Borix. Um, Mads Bernal. That Mads Bernal. There we go. <clears throat> that was a great fight. <clears throat> but. Um, but, like, they've also had fights where, like, Patricio Bitbull versus, uh, Adam Borks, where it just kind of was a nothing fight. <laughs> not, not a lot happened. Um, uh, Vadim Nemkov versus Corey Anderson, too. Like, you know, after that first fight, you expect Corey Anderson to just run through the guy. Um, you know, it might not be the most entertaining fight, but you'll get, like, a nice, fun, neat stoppage out of it. And instead, it devolves into a very slow-paced kickboxing. <laughs> it devolves into every other light heavyweight kickboxing match that doesn't involve Jerry Petraska or Glover Teixeira. Right. Like, that could have been a Rakic or a Magomed Ankalaev fight. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, for the record, Bellator has good fighters, but... They do. Yeah, it's just for whatever reason the product just ain't. It, it's not reaching the people it needs to reach, or maybe it is reaching them and they just don't 
it's just not vibing. Like, yeah, they just don't care. Also, I will say, um, and going back to like people have been shitting on Coker, I will say, so this has been on, like this has been on my mind since like September. Um, Anderson Silva versus Luke Paul, Jake Paul, which Paul, whatever Paul, they're both stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, that was October, right? Sounds about right. Somewhere around that time. Okay. That happened on Showtime pay-per-view. Uriah Hall, Anderson Silva, I think there was a third UFC fighter on there. I can't remember. It's on Showtime. You know who fought on... who had boxing matches this summer? Michael Venom Page and Chris Cyborg. Why the fuck... Are they not on that pay-per-view? Yeah, I was going to say, because I didn't see not near one of them fights. <laughs> oh, no, I think I caught a highlight of the Venom Page fight. Yeah, and he got I, his ass beat by Mike Perry. Yeah, I think I caught a highlight of that, but I'll, yeah, I don't. Uh, Cyborg had, like, a small boxing card in, like, Brazil, and she made up a number for how many pay-per-views she sold. <laughs> like, Cyborg, I respect the hell out of you, but you did not sell a hundred and... 10,000 pay-per-views. Do not lie to me. <laughs> but, 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 my point being, your featherweight champion is having boxing matches in a gymnasium in Brazil. And you're not tied to the event. And you're not any... tying her to the most, <laughs> your biggest event of the year. Yeah, somebody, somebody over there is not. Like, you, you can bemoan Coker's promoting skills all you want. And, you know, maybe the dude's outdated in 2022. Maybe Bellator does need new leadership. But it's pretty clear that Viacom CBS, the people who actually have the money, and, like, are the final say in these types of things. Oh, yeah, they're like, nah. They are asleep at the wheel. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> they're like, bro, we got so many other properties and things to worry about. Y'all are not, uh... Dude, like, why... Yeah, that's the other... Like, why are they not tying... Like, it doesn't even have to be fight-related, but Viacom CBS is a big company. Why are they not, like, and I'm happy Bellator's going to be on CBS in February. Um, they got a couple good fights on there. I, I, I like the Johnny Elbin, um, oh my god, uh, Tokov fight. I like, I, I, the main event's the main event. If you want to see Fedor, get <laughs> Fedor. Yeah. It is what it is. And it I, is. I, I, I think that's, a, I, I understand why Fedor's in the main event. I feel like it's a big misstep. Because if Ryan Bader goes out there and knocks him out with one punch again, it, this isn't like UFC on Fox 1. This is more like, oh, this is the Bellator product. It's anticlimactic. Um, but but, but it's it's really just clear that Viacom CBS, they, they, they don't know what they're doing with Bellator. Like, why, why, why are we not trying to lure away UFC stars by, like, offering them, like, like TV roles? or something. You know what I mean? Like, you have this big network. Humongous. Now, even even PFL is out here snagging out people. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. They're just, PFL's just straight up overpaying for people. Like, and you yeah. know, you got you got to do that. Yeah. Like, you got to do what compete. you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. And if the money keeps coming in, the money keeps coming in, you, you, you find a way to make it work. Hey, shout, but, shout uh, out to Shane Burgos. Go get that meal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, get, go get that meal. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But like, I I don't 
I, I don't, I don't know what you, like, I, I, I don't know what you do if you're in Kogar's position. It's just like, well, you're having, uh, it's like, you have, these, these are, this is what you're working with. Like, I don't know what Stefan, Stephen Espinoza is like doing over there at Showtime Sports. And there's the other thing. Showtime might not be here next year. Mm. But they might just be, um, it's not Par- Is it Paramount Plus or Peacock or one or the other? One of them streaming services that I don't have and I don't want to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay for them if they did Bellator Cards Live. If they did Bellator Cards Live and I could get like the, the back catalog of all the Bellator cards, hell yeah. Mm. But they don't. I don't think they have that. So, like the last time I checked it, in, anyway. Well, you know, if Bellator wants to do some kind of promotion, um, hire me. I was gonna say y'all got y'all got some bragging rights now. We we can move on to this card. Y'all, I better say something about this. All right, I, I will say Bellator <laughs> won the battle and lost the war. That's my that's my opinion on this card. So my my one quick question before we get into this card, because I have not really been keeping up with like the rising ecosystem um i would say for the most part on bellator's side they sent over some pretty a1 talent um for the most part yeah they sent over names that we all recognize if you're fans of the sport you probably know who these guys are we've seen them fight they're, they're all really good um on the rising side i recognize de souza mm-hmm. and i think that's about it okay <laughs> only because i just i haven't been time zones and sleep like i me and rising haven't been game and seeing eye to eye lately and uh, uh, i feel the same way yeah so i just oh. wanted to know on their side is this some of their best so i will say shouts to jack one on who does uh who uh knockdown news um his jmma on monday series is how i've been keeping up with rising uh, when i'm not able to watch um so shouts to him um so I will say, um, this is probably the best that Ryzen can do. Um, mm. Like three of these dudes are champions. Like the Souza is the lightweight, uh, lightweight champion. Quaka uh, is the Quaka uh, is the um, featherweight champion. Uh, Hiramasa is the he just won like the bantamweight Grand Prix last year, I think. Uh, hold on. Yeah, he won the uh, Brandon White uh, Rising Grand Prix in 2021. Um, he'd be Kai Asakura in the finals. Um, so yes, uh, for what for the divisions that they were competing in, this was the best that Rising could do uh, muster. Okay, all right, all right. That makes me actually. No, I don't know how that makes me feel, but <laughs> I, I, I and, like I, I will I will say, I thought. Um, they did really well. In they defeat. Did. In defeat. Like, there... None of these fights were washes. Like Oh, one of them was. Well, alright, one one was. And and to be fair, Sakaki Barra had to know going in that this was how this fight was going to go. <laughs> because they fought twice before. Yeah. And while and while and while Hiromoso uh, Ogikubo gave Horiguchi his toughest fight in Ryzen up until Kai Asakura knocked him out. Uh, or one of his toughest fights. Uh, I shouldn't say toughest. Um, he still lost that fight. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know. Also, it, it feels really cheap to say that 
or a Bellator fighter because he's fought in Bell like inside the Bellator cage, like what three? Yeah, times. like one. Has it been? It's been three. Darian Caldwell, um, Patchy Mix, Sergio Pettis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's one and two. Um, and to be fair, he's a flyweight fighting at bantamweight, fighting big ass bantamweights with yeah. Patchy Mix, and he's beating the piss out of Sergio Pettis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I um, this was yeah, this was basically the best that uh Rising could muster, and like I said, I think they. I thought heading into this, they had a shot at a uh, a three two victory. Cause I'm like, there's no way. Um, like, like I said, I thought Horiguchi was gonna do what he did to Ogikubo. Um, <clears throat> and I thought Patricio would probably be a lock to win his fight, and sure enough, I have, I have thoughts about that fight. I I also have thoughts about <laughs> that fight. Um, <laughs> But I thought all I thought all the rest of them were pretty competitive, like heading into it, and they turned out to be. So yeah, these these were all fun. Well, to to be honest, my only gripe with this main card, I ain't gonna lie, that the pit bull fight made me feel some kind of way. The the pit bull fight is every other pit bull fight he's had. Yeah. Um, and uh, you you want to go into the one by one, or or should we just? We'll, we'll do we'll do one by one. We'll, we'll we'll start from the top. We'll start from the top. Right. Uh, so the main event. Uh, it was uh, AJ McKee versus uh, Roberto, uh, ah, Roberto uh, De Souza. Um, this was the one fight where I was like, oh, I recognize both of these guys, at least. Uh, <laughs> I've seen De Souza fight at least once or twice before. Um, but no, this was, this, was, uh, this, was, this was a pretty fun scrap. There was a lot, of, a lot of McKee having to posture up on the ground because De Souza was trying to catch him with whatever submission he could just think of at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and McKee having to posture up and like laying ground and pound and evade some kind of submission, whether it be an arm bar or whatever it might be. Um, that's some solid exchanges on the feet. Um, McKee tried to land was this why he tried to land that flying knee a couple, <laughs> a couple different times. Um, there were some nice uh escapes that McKee was pulling off to get out of some of these. Uh, submissions because the soldier was was you know he was definitely trying like that he was not a he he was he was going for he was definitely trying to get a finish it just didn't happen to go his way but he was like consistently just going for subs and trying to trying to make me key work um but no i I thought this was a pretty pretty solid fight yeah no uh i was about to say is this the best fight on the main card and it's, it's top two? Top two, yeah. It's top two. Um, but, yeah, um, McKee, um, to his credit, is probably the Bellator fighter who, like, if anybody gained fans on the Bellator side after this one, it'd probably be him. Um, him fighting out of, like, the submission attempts, him doing damage from the top, him landing the soccer kick. Oh, yeah, you can tell he was so happy oh, <laughs> to be able to do those. Dude, if you are, like, long-legged and you struggle with, like, um, or, or I shouldn't say you struggle. If you're, like, wiry and you're, like, a dude who's just, like, I'm going to get into the scramble whenever somebody shoots on me because I can't stop them from shooting on me. But I can just be a pain in the ass and just, like, you know, try to make some chaos. Mm. Soccer kicks are for you. 
Like we saw, we saw with, um Elwood Brooks. He wasn't doing the soccer kicks, but he was heel kicking the crap out of dudes from like inside the guard. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a re- like it's a really great tool to have. Um, and yeah, and you know, um, to his credit, um, Mickey, um, you know, like he, like you said, he fought off submissions when he was in top position. He was doing some damage from the top, not like fight-ending damage, but he was working. Um, D'Souza also had a great showing. Um, probably went for those triangle chokes um, and transitioning from the back trying to grab a triangle or an armbar probably did that one too many times uh, instead of just like locking down the position and trying to flatten out uh, McKee mm. but um, yeah he also had a great show like he was dead tired in that third round if this fight was scored round by round I think he would have won that round like dude was like dead on his feet and still managed to get to McKee's back. Um, yeah, um, this, this is one of those fights where um, <clears throat> I thought those are one. To be honest with you, um, this was the one fight where I actually was like, I wish I could have got like a little more. This is yeah. This is this. this is one where I was like, I wish. I mean, these are all like championship fights, except for. Um, you know, they weren't, there was no title on the line, but, like, these are all, like... Yeah, championship um, fighters from each. Uh, well, at least on the Bryson side, like, this was a yeah. champion fighter. <clears throat> Mickey, former champion. But, um, yeah, no, like, this is one where I'm like, okay. I, I like Mickey's style more in, um, Japanese MMA than I do in, like, American meta slash, uh, well, yeah, American meta MMA, because just, like, he's he has more to bounce off of. Um, because I think physicality is going to be his issue at lightweight. Like, I don't see him doing well with the Nurmagomedov, uh, Shibli, and, um, oh my god, what's the other dude's name? Uh, but, like, the a lot of the Russian expats, uh, uh Russian fighters who are just, like, Physically manhandling dudes. Yeah, he's a, yeah he might have some that, some issues. I'm getting mad like Car- Carlos Condit vibes mm. from his game. Yeah, where it's just like I have an answer, but I can't. For- he he's not a dude who's gonna force his game on you like this. Like this entire. Fu- I, I think that's why I didn't. I think this is why I, uh, I had playing the fight is because. While McKee had moments like a good amount of success, a lot of them were in response to things like he was forced to have Satoshi's fight. Yeah, it was him defending against something that was, you know, and it's 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 one of those weird things about like judging, like what do you consider damage? What do you consider? I, I like, will say um, I can't remember what. I think the Bryson guidelines are different. It's like yes, yeah, it's, it's da- I think damage is first. I think it's aggression. Yeah, it's ag- aggression first, and it's it's weird because they have like um, control is like third on the list. Yes, control is like twenty points. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, I ain't gonna lie. The entire time I was watching this card, I was thinking, I, f- I wish everybody had the Ryzen 
like root like soccer kicks and all i want this shit everywhere oh wait, i was this... wrong i'm sorry i was wrong um damage is 50 points aggression 30 points control is 20 points yeah, I, I don't know why. It seems like an American MMA like control counts for way more than it probably should. <laughs> and then what people deem as control is also up to interpretation. Yeah, which... and, and being real, we saw interpretations of the judging system here because oh boy, that doesn't seem consistent with fights we've seen on we, uh, earlier fights we saw in the card. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, like that, that's. I think that's always been the thing that's holding me back from being like AJ McKee is like uh like the next like um UFC or Bellator the UFC champion. It's a Michael Chandler was a, Michael Chandler Eddie Alvarez were dudes who made you fight their fights. Mm. That's what makes them different. Right? AJ McKee is very, I'm going to go in there, and um. I'm going to let my, uh, my opponent dictate what's going to happen, but I'm going to beat him where it happens. Like even John Jones was there that to an extent, but it was very much for Jones. Like I'm going to, well, for starters, Jones is just you know physically um, a, a, a a beast. He's six whatever, six six, mm. uh, and strong as hell. But um, Jones is always like, I'm going to go where my opponent is best, and then beat them there. Rather than I'm going to let my opponent have that type of fight with me. Um, so yeah. Um, but no, that was, like I said, I think this is the best fight in the card. One fight, or one fight you watch. Yeah, lots of lots of good action, ground action going on. Lots of scrambles. It was. It was pretty frenetic. Like it was just, it was always something just going on. <laughs> this is the most reminiscent of that era of like dream late pride for mm-hmm. me. Like this was the fight that was like, yeah, this was this is a fight that I would I, I would have seen on like a dream card. Mm-hmm. Rather than like any of the first four. Except for like Gooch and Ogi Koopa. I've probably pronounced his name like mm-hmm. four different ways already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shout out to uh, to both gentlemen, that was a really good fight, but uh, McKee ended up getting the uh, unanimous decision. Uh, moving on to this next fight that like, I, I kind of don't want to talk about, but we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pitbull. So, yeah. good, old, good old Patricio Pitbull versus uh, Kleber Koike. 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 I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Koike. You and me both. So, <laughs> so. You asked me if the rising side of this card was like really good. So, uh, Clever is the former KSW featherweight champion. Mm. He lost that title to one Mateus Gamrot. That is the last man to have beaten him. Mm. Uh, besides that, he hasn't lost since 2015. Mm. Yes. Okay. Right, he had yeah, a little dude, run. No, yeah, dude is, great run. <laughs> dude is a phenomenal. Uh, he is not a great wrestler, but he finds ways to get fights to the ground. The problem with that is Patricio Pitbull is, for all intents and purposes, a fire hydrant. You are not going to drag him to the ground by, like, Getting to like a wild exchange and just wrapping your legs around him—that was 
Also something I noticed, I felt like was a theme throughout this card. I felt like a lot of the Ryzen guys were like physically outmatched. <laughs> the talent the talent was there, but because I'm watching Pitbull and I'm like, I feel like Quick it could like be doing better, but he's just not. I hope Pitbull is going to be the guy who realizes, hey, if I can string together like four or five shots instead of one or two, I can land on him pretty consistently because he's just kind of there. And he's but, not throwing the volume back. That... Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of, I'm going, like, guys get hit with that first counter shot off his pressure, and they're like, well, I can't strike with this guy. He's right. too, he, he, he's too deadly. And <clears throat> quick, this is the thing I hate most with, like, guys who don't come from, like, a wrestling background, where they're just like, well, I'm going to sit at the very edge of the ring or cage or whatever. I'm going to let him come forward and put that pressure on me because I'm not a great striker. But the second he overcommits to something, he to the ground. And the problem with that is he's Patricio Pitbull. Uh, he, like, he, he, he's an issue for him. All right. And Corky's like, well... If uh, if he doesn't overcommit, um, I'm gonna throw ten thousand kicks and maybe he'll grab one, and then <laughs> and we'll go to the ground off of off of that. Which is like, all right, that's not it's not the best strategy, but okay, all right, yeah. have fun with that, buddy. Um, and and to, and to be fair to quite like he's not a great striker, but like in the last like minute and a half of the fight, all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's just throwing. Like, he's coming forward, he's throwing strikes, and he's landing and. Uh, it's not like Pitbull's not in any like serious trouble, but like he's not exactly firing back. That and that was like my issue this entire fight. And I ain't like when I was <laughs> by the time this fight happened, I was like, if there's one person from Bellator who's gonna give them a loss, I was like, it's gonna end up being Pitbull. Not yes. because he's not the better fighter, it's because he's not. It, it felt like he should have been doing so much more. It was a lot of pressuring and feigning, and you know, <laughs> it looked like when like. Somebody bigger than you was about to hit you and you flinch, mm-hmm. but like he never actually, <laughs> he never actually hit. I mean, he hit him, but like you would have thought he would have landed so much more. And it was just a lot of I'm gonna get in front of you, I'm a pressure, I'm a faint, I'm gonna look like I'm about to hit you. I might hit you once or twice. You know, it's funny. This fight kind of reminds me a lot of Anderson Silva versus Paul. It's just like one guy is clearly better than the other guy at the striking. And he's, like, coming forward and making the other guy look scared. But when the other guy does throw, kind of lands. Yeah, he lands something. The, 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 uh, Patricio was just better at, like, okay, I'm just going to keep it. And instead of, at like, simmering, I'm going to keep it on low. And I'm going to just ride this out to a win. And I can't, I can't be mad at Patricio for doing that. Because he's... Years and forty something fights into his career. Like he's 35, 36. Like he's good. he's getting up there. He is. So sometimes he is we forget there. like how long like he's actually been fighting for. He's been fighting as long as Jose Aldo and right. <laughs> um, I've 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 been there for the Patricio Pitbull Wars. 
I've been there for his wars with Strauss. Like, to me, yeah, he's gave us a lot, a lot. He's got, yeah, hell out for it. I can't be mad at him for being like. And like you said, when when Koike did decide to throw, like it might not look pretty, but if he manages to string along with three hit combo, four hit, he landed at least one or two of them. And it's just like if he would have did that a little bit more, I I, I don't know. I, I felt like he was intimidated by the physicality a bit and it made him not yeah not want to commit i feel like as much as he could have but it's like dude if you if you'd have pulled the trigger just a little bit more you might have squeaked by a split decision like and you I might have speak about yeah, one i think you could really tell he knew that because like on his way back like they like on his like they they cut to him walking into the back i don't know if they showed this on showtime but you could see on his face he's just like i had like it got away from me. Mm. Like he wasn't as scary as I thought he was. Thought he was, yep. And you're like, man, that's that's a fight that he's gonna replay. Like, bro, I could have had that. I definitely could have had that if I just would have did one, two things differently. And yeah, he's he's gonna replay that a lot. But um, I mean, no, nah, dude does have a good ground game. He he pulled guard a couple times. He he was trying some things. He. He was trying some things, but yeah, I, I think by the time he realized what he could have done better, it was it was a little too late. Yeah. Um, another fight that if this would have went five rounds, he he probably could have, you know, mm. if he'd have just had one round, he just went balls to the wall and just like and <laughs> just just went all out. Like he might have been able to pull something off, but um, yeah, Pitbull is still Pitbull. Um, Consistent. Yeah, you don't get to be in this sport for this long and fight at that high level and not have picked up a few tips and tricks, and that allows you to to win fights like this where you could have lost, but you know this is the main defining difference between him and Patricky. Um, Patrick, like, like Patricky has to be like this knockout artist because he doesn't have like these, um, the these like skills to like win these like ugly slow pace fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a skill. Like, that's the thing. Like, fighters age differently. Some of them, like, turn into, like, Fedor or Dan Henderson, where, like, if they don't knock you out, they're going to get knocked out or they're going to lose or whatever. Um, some of them turn to, like, Anderson Silva, Patricio Pitbull, where it's just, like, the ga- they have to slow down. Like, it's like the NBA equivalent of, like, how at some point in the NBA, if you're if you're lucky enough to be around for you know, 10, 15, almost 20 years, you kind of have to develop, like, an old man game. So, like, remember, like, Vince Carter used to jump out the gym every game. But now when Vince is, like, 34, 35, it's like, all right, well, I can't keep jumping out the gym. My knees are gone. So I'm just going to shoot threes and (laughs) shoot from the Mm mid-range. It's how you keep your career going. And that's how you keep your career going. Um and yeah, in MMA, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, all right, well, I can't keep getting in these firefights. I've fought Daniel Strauss twenty times and Pat Curran twenty. T- I can't, I can't do that no more. So, I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna be economical. It might not win me over any new fans, but these wins are gonna keep. <laughs> I-, I can still get a win. They're gonna keep the Pitbull Academy lights on. Yep, yep. So yeah, that that fight made me feel some kind of way i felt like we just we could have got a little more but it just it didn't it didn't happen but 
it is what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, and I, I, I think part of that was just like a styles clash. You got this jujitsu guy against again a fire hydrant man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, if that was Asakura in there, that I think this would be a great fight. Like Kai Asakura or not Kai uh, Mikuru. Mm. I think this would be a fun fight, but yeah. Well, speaking to uh, somebody who did bring uh, the action, um, Gooch. Kill, kill, yeah, Gooch man, kill, kill Jihara Gucci. This, this is so unfair. <laughs> Hiramasa Ogi Kubo. Um, oh my God, man. Um, boy, Horaguchi just punching from in between the ropes <laughs> down on Ogi Kubo's head as. As he's just like over the side of the ring. <laughs> if they would have stopped it right there, I would not even have been mad. <laughs> did it because they have the most bloodthirsty referee. <laughs> was it Jason Herzog? Yes, it was. It was Jason Herzog. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> and the thing is, the you fight. have to kill him. <laughs> the fight didn't start off like too crazy. It was a lot of just. He was holding. Um, he was holding Ogi Kubo against the ropes, you know, just throwing some knees. He landed a good little calf kick. And then out of nowhere, he just drops him. And then, like you said, when that ground and pound started to land, I was like, oh, he's about to kill this guy. Like, this escal- This went from zero to 100 so quick. I, I will say, <laughs> shouts to um, Hiramasa, because he, he fought back in that second round. Yeah, like, you would think after the first, like, he, you would think his spirit would be crushed. But um, no, he, I mean he he tried as 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 best as he he could. Um, we got second, to, yeah yeah. Second round was kind of more the same, but he he did Okikuba did manage to fight back a bit, um, a bit more, and he, he even um had a nice little scramble, um, <laughs> to get on top, but he just wasn't able to to do much with it. But at that point, it's like you you at least survived to make it to another round, um. The third round was wild because the left hook that um, Horiguchi landed was so fast that I I like missed it. Like it was like the round just just started, and I, I think I had flicked over a tab because I had football up, and all I heard was just yelling. And then I flicked back over, and Ogi Kubo is dropped again. And I'm like, hold up, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Horiguchi did Horiguchi things. Wow. Yeah, freaking uh, her uh, Ogi Kubo tried to like, like they they go for the glove tap and Ogi Kubo just like he's just like I'm gonna grab him and then Goji Horiguchi on the with that left hook. That's just mm-hmm. oof. oof. Hold, like, he's gonna be able to build a flyweight division for um, Horiguchi. Like I don't like. I don't think there's enough talent out there that's free. Um, the best talent is, fi- like, I'm not going to say it's fighting in Ryzen, but it's, like, it's in one. There's Ryzen. The UFC has, like, their 25 to 30 guys. Um, and, you know, there there are guys like Dustin Ortiz out there who are still floating around. Um, Ali Bags. Um, I'm probably forgetting a bunch. But, like... I'm not sure how 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 much like quality 
you're going to be able to get for Horiguchi. Yeah, and Bellator and uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, if, you know, tying back to kind of <laughs> what we talked about earlier, of all the promotions, uh, as much as I enjoy Bellator, they're not the promotion that I would bank on. Right. That's going to one find Horiguchi quality fights, and two, just even be able to promote him on a consistent basis to get people to care outside of the people that already, you know, are fans. Right. So, um, I mean. I, I would say something like collab, like trying to collab with like one. Would yeah, I would love rad. to see him. In, I would love to see him in one. Dude, I I I take um, Horiguchi, Dimitri Johnson to in a heartbeat. Yes, <laughs> yes. That being said, there is a chance that we get um, Horiguchi versus John Dotson because he'd fall on this card. Yes. And I, I I meant to find a highlight because apparently he knocked somebody out. I, I mean, it, it 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 was not is him knocking out a forty five year old hitting a girl. That's one of those cruel fights. Oh, I was wondering why his name was familiar. Yeah, he is, he's still fighting. <laughs> I mean, dude, Rent get Rent's doing the first man. Like, <laughs> I saw on. his name and I was like, hold on. But I, I didn't bother to like look at his record. I was like, I feel like I've seen this name before, oh, and yeah. I I didn't bother to look at. It. I was like, hold up, you definitely fought somewhere where I've watched. I remember you somewhere. I think the broadcast mentioned that Hideo Takura fought more New York uh, New Year's Eve cars than basically anybody. So you knew he was going to show up this year. He'll probably be back next year. For this man in fought Ivan Menjivar, Oyler Gracie, Brad Pickett. <laughs> like, when you hear names like Brad Pickett, you know he's been fighting for a long time. Yeah, like hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, L.C. Davis. Jesus. Hold on, because uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This dude fought Alexander Franca Noguera. Mm. Min. Uh, yeah, uh, Pequeño. Do you know who Pequeño is? I remember the name. He is the guy who Jose Aldo fucking murdered. Oh, with the... In his, <laughs> the in, no, uh, in his first fight in WEC. Mm. That's how long Hideo Tucker has been fighting. And he had over 25 fights by then. Jesus. Bro, he fought Kyle Uno. Like, yeah. <laughs> golly. Dude, dude is a staple. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, I make fun of UFC matchmaking for being, like, a meat-grinding factory, but, like, that was just cruel. Like, what did you like? <laughs> that was one of those fights where it's like, hey, we got this short guy that hits really hard. Let us let us show you how hard he can actually hit. Yeah. Yeah, go throw this little 45-year-old in his face and <laughs> let, let, let him show you what he can do. Yeah, that's, that's kind of messed up. Isn't our Bellator gives us a uh, Horiguchi, you know, fucking more power to them because I I'd pay for that fight. Yeah, I'm I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Freaking, oh my god! Uh, I wanted to, I was about to start talking about John Dawson, but forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Horiguchi beat the brakes off uh, Ogiku. Well, that's a it's pretty much the breakdown of how that fight uh, went. Uh, moving on. This fight was this fight was fun. Uh, yeah, so um, this 
this fight is the one that like messed with my brain a little bit because I'm like, how are they scoring these fights? Because <laughs> okay, I I understand in the main event if you scored it for AJ McKee, and we'll get to that fight. I understand if you how they scored it from Rabadanov. Mm. Them how Juan Archuleta won under any rule set. My notes for this fight: uh, the word "happy feet" appears many times. <laughs> <laughs> that was my takeaway from this fight. I was like, uh, for those who don't know, Juan Archuleta versus So uh, Sucho Kim. Uh, my my notes for this fight uh, was a lot of Kim fights with happy feet. Oh my God, dude. That was my, that was my takeaway. But like, I would think that would annoy me, but it made me chuckle every single time he did it. Like, it's, it's like he does this, it's like a self, it's like a positive reinforcement. Like, he'll land a good little combo, and then he does his happy feet. He'll be like, yeah, I did the thing. And yeah. <laughs> it was great. I, I like this guy. I, I, I like this. I like this happy feet energy that he's bringing to this to this ring. Yeah, Mister Stutter Step. <laughs> oh man, um, Kim beat the bricks off Archuleta, like <sighs> on the feet. Um, threatened him with some like really nice submissions. Not all of them were like super deep, but there was like a ninja choke at one point. Uh, towards the end of the round, uh, fight. Ninja joke was close. Yeah, that, it, like Archuleta had, literally had to like uh, had to drop to his back because yeah. he he was about to go night night. <laughs> he was definitely going to go night night. Like Archuleta did not get a lot of offense off in this fight. Like he got a lot of takedowns. No, he 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 did good. He took him down in the first. He uh he busted his nose up somehow. I didn't even see when that happened, but um I guess I'm gonna ground and pound in the first. He he busted him up pretty good, and um. I thought uh, Kim did really good. I wish he kind of would have went. Uh, what was it? This I might be confusing this. Oh no, 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 I think I'm thinking of the other fight. I want to say this is the fight where he landed some good leg kicks, but I might be thinking of the Rabadano fight. I can't remember. But um, no, nah, you know what? It was weird scoring this because um, I'm conditioned <laughs> to like do things by the American more so rule set of how fights are normally scored. So I'm looking at my breakdown. I'm like, I probably should reevaluate all these because I'm forgetting that like they don't go by. I don't know. Like the UFC rule set has just done things. Well, it's not the UFC rule set, but how fights are generally scored in our commissions over here. Um, yeah. This is like, this is like an extension of, um, all of Saki Kab- uh, Saki Kabara's like ho- own goals, where he's just like sending his fighters out there to get absolutely crushed Americans, American boxers, I should say, and not said that there's a Pacquiao next year's gonna get absolutely fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there's like an extension of that where like the. Ho- Every close fight goes to the opposing team. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's just like they tried so like, and it was interesting because they were they were all uniquely um, they were all unique in how they were uh, 
they, they weren't all the same fight. They like you mentioned the physicality of uh, uh like the Bellator fighters. Um, but like, if we're talking about like control, um, Satoshi uh, controlled McKee more than the other way around. Like it, McKee had the, uh, the first round where he was on top, but like from the second and third round on, like it was, uh, it, it, when it came to like the wrestling part of it, it was, um, Satoshi and it, that didn't win him the fight. So in this fight, we had the complete opposite where Archuleta is controlling all the wrestling exchanges and the grappling exchanges for the most part, except for when he's like attempting to be submitted. Mm. And he's getting the absolute, like he's getting beat up in the in-betweens, which are like a significant part of the fight. And he, he still manages to win. Kim had a nice left hand that he was uh yes. landing pretty often. Um. And going to the box. Every, I don't know. MMA does bad. Like, now that I watch boxing more, I, like, pick up on, like, little striking tidbits. So, like, I'll see somebody in MMA throw a left to the body. And it's like, oh, why don't y'all do that more? Why, do, <laughs> why does everybody just hit him? Why, why do y'all just ignore the body completely? Because Kim definitely landed a lot of left. He would, he would do a left to the body, then, like, a left to the head. Or just... He was... Uh, uh, it was enough body shots where it was just noticeable. I was like, why don't people just do this more? Because it's, it's well, working. It's yeah, that, clearly working. That one he placed underneath uh, Artuleta's, like, right elbow that made him just, like, completely drop that arm. And it's just mm. like, oh, that hurt. He should have. And, and to his credit, he did get more aggressive, but, like, he didn't attack the body immediately. Like, off of that, that uh, instance. You know, th- this is a fun fight, though. This is a fun fight. Like yeah. I said, the, 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 the happy feet action going on <laughs> in between him just landing combos and just random strikes and then he, he does a little happy feet thing um no i i had I, I had fun um i had fun watching this there was another fight where it, i feel like it was pretty entertaining all throughout like it was always something happening and i, I like that even when archuleta was getting the better of the takedowns like kim was not just sitting and accepting the position like he was uh, i guess to have happy feet you gotta have a lot of energy he was always trying to move in advance or do something to better his position so he could get back up. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. One FC veteran, Sucho Kim. God. Oh yeah, I forgot that. He was he, he was, was on he he was the chat. He was on yep. the very first one show. He lost his uh first two fights in the promotion. Fought his way back, beat um Andrew Issa. Yeah. That was like twelve years ago, God. Mm. I feel bad for him. He's not going to get his Nintendo Switch now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that after the card. I was like, oh, she got to get him an OLED. She got he, he he did a, He had a good fight. How can you not reward those happy feet? Like, how, how could you? I don't know. Maybe he does the happy feet at home. She's like, you're messing up the carpet. Like, don't. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, no, that, that, that fight was fun, though. That It was a, it was a fun uh that was a fun scrap. That was a fun scrap. And uh, I guess moving on to the last uh, fight, which is the first fight of the card, uh, Gazi Rabadanov and Koji Takeda. Um, it was a fun... Actually, you know what? <laughs> this is weird, because I was looking at the Bellator side. I was like, I feel like maybe I've seen Rabadanov before, but I don't remember. But 
they also said during the broadcast that um basically Habib bullied Coker into putting <laughs> Rapadonov on the card. Um, <laughs> in so few words, that's what. Because I, I was looking at the Bellator lineup and I'm like, all right, one of these guys is not like the other. Um, how did Rapadonov just not not that he's a bad fighter? Like it, it was a fun fight, but I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't there like a different uh, fight scheduled for the um, the opener, or was it always Rabadano versus? Uh... It might have always been. I was I was mad. This is a side note. I'm actually meant to mention this earlier. Um, I was mad that Tofik wasn't on this. I wanted to see Tofik fight somebody on this card. Exactly. Like you're using too many of our guys already. Yeah. <laughs> When, when this card first got announced, he was like the first person I thought of. Like, oh, y'all got y'all got to put him on this card, and then it just is Tafik uh, even like training right now? I have no idea. I, I only say this because the last uh, so sorry to be a downer, but uh, Azerbaijan is currently bombing the shit out of Armenia. Ooh, yeah, and um, the last time that happened. Tafik went over there to fight in the Azerbaijani army. Mm. So I have no idea if he's even, like, training right now. I, I thought he was still, like, enlisted. Who knows? That's it. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, this was a fun, uh, this was a fun, a fun scrap to, to kick the card off. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a really good one. Get you, get you, get you ready for the the, the, the festivities. Yes. Um, uh, Rabadanov just dropping the crap out of Takeda in that first round. Man, yeah. straight right, dropped him. The knee on the ground. Mm. Every time I see the knee on the ground, I'm like, what? The rising rule set just needs to be everywhere. Because <laughs> that was that was a brutal knee. And even like Takeda got back up, and then I like his body caught up. Like, no, you just ate a knee. You need to sit down. And then he just stumbles, <laughs> just stumbles backwards and just falls. Um, now this is some quality, uh, some good quality violence. I was actually uh, surprised, props to Takeda, because of how brutal the first round went for him. Like he he pulled it together in that second round. Um, do do the, like if this was a um, uh, a um, unified rules scored fight, there's an argument that he won. Yeah, you you could have given him maybe like a split decision, because he he came back strong in that second round. Um, I wish I would have wrote a more detailed note, but there was a scramble that he did in the second round that looked gorgeous, and I just don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> but he had a good scramble to get out of a takedown. Um, yeah, no, this is just a good way to start the card off. Like this, this made you think, like, oh, we're really, like, we're here, we're doing the bell, we're doing the thing, like, we're yeah. we're we're here. This is about to be a fun night, and I mean, for the most part, it was up in you know, pitbull fight kind of took the air out to Salem for me a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> outside of that, no, this is this was definitely um this was definitely definitely a fun one. I, I guess well, actually no, I don't know. Because I don't know um Takeda's like ranking in Ryzen, like where's he won the He lost to Spike Carlisle. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah. But he also beat Johnny Case, so I mean, he lost. I, I, so he's he's right. Michael Johnson. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, why not? 
I mean, he lost to Damian Brown, but like he went on a four fight win streak. He lost to Yusuke Yachi. He beat Noah Bay, which isn't super like amazing. Uh, beat Johnny Case. Beat Zach Zane. Uh, and then this one. So yeah, like he, he he's he's there. Like he's he is a respectable name in a division where I don't think there's, like, a lot of, like, Japanese talent on Ryzen. Just because it's, like, lightweight. Hold on. Let me, let me look up. Right. I keep forgetting it's called the Ryzen Fighting Federation. Yachi, Takeda, Case, Gustavo. Hmm. Ohara... Okada, I mean, I guess he'd be at the top, um, like, there are a lot of dudes with, like, some 50-50 records in the lightweight division, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's, he's more, uh, he's more towards the top of the division, so he, he, uh, the only other person I could think of who they could send out there would be Yachi. Man. Yeah, this is another fight that had just a lot of good, um, just good, like, wrestling transitions happening. Like, mm-hmm. good scrambles, just a lot of, another fight you can tell, like, I don't know y'all are going to be exhausted after this, because it's, it's a whole lot of movement and just defensive wrestling and trying to get a better position, um, and grounded knees, which just make me happy. Um, <laughs> but no yeah you're right this this fight definitely because i i think i even have it in my note that the that third round was like super close like you i think i edged it to rabadano but if somebody said takeda you wouldn't get an argument from me at all um because now this 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 was good this was a really really good scrap yeah they were all like besides Arguchi, they were all competitive um some for some because just less happens but mm-hmm. um yeah no they were like it was a solid show i know a lot of people were soured on the um on on like from an entertainment value it was an entertaining show yeah, I, 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 I will i will say i don't think if you are somebody who was a rising fan or if you are somebody who like you are open to like MMA outside the UFC. I don't think you come away from this card being like, I'm going to turn into the next Bellator card. Cause that was so much fun. Right. <laughs> like, the, 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 the only dude I think who picked up fans is probably AJ McKee and knowing Sakaki bar, he's going to be like, Hey AJ, do you want to come fight in Ryzen? <laughs> Bellator, you know, you've done everything you can over there. I think his deal is Think, I don't know if the UFC will offer him anything, but if they do, it's not going to be like one of those like Michael Chandler sweetheart deals. It's going to be like, oh, uh, Lyman Good. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like he's not going to get the top of the top right yeah, he's away. Getting the ben Askren welcome. He's getting the Lyman Good. I'm going to you're, I'm going to match you up on tough with the biggest wrestler we have mm-hmm. at middleweight. <laughs> and you're gonna lose, and I'm gonna make fun of the fact that you were the Bellator champion. Does he have what? What gym? Does he have like a home gym? 
What gym does he, uh, McKee, what gym does he train at? Uh, he trains at his dad's gym. Um, okay. What's it called? Uh, body something? Okay. He had uh, he had Rampage's corner, which is funny because I, he was, uh, when he went to go slam, uh, what's his name, out of the, uh, the, the choke, mm-hmm. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> Rampage is right there. Don't do it. Body shop. So that's the gym that has Brett Cooper, Manuel Newton. Um, oh God, that's a name I haven't thought of in forever. He still he still fights? No, no, no. He's he's retired. He's, okay. he's mosh pitting somewhere. I as we no, speak. No way he still fights. <laughs> uh, Joey Davis. Uh, they got a couple. He's got, they got a couple like uh, Bellator guys. Uh, Baby Slice. Um, I don't know. Like I look at him and his skill set, and I just still feel like there's another level that he can hit. He feels very Alex Caceres esque, except without the seasoning. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like you see like these despondent parts of his game, and it's just like they don't fit together, and they only work because you're huge and athletic. But like there's. There's a, there's a good fighter in there. You just gotta mold it out. Yeah, gotta mold it, rough out the edges a little bit. Yeah, and there's definitely, you know, yeah, I, cause I, yeah, I, I definitely I see the potential. I'm like, bro, this guy could really be something special, but it it still feels like he's missing a couple of things. Um, that could really just take him to that next level. Yeah, but um, no, Rosen versus Bellator. Um, overall, good card. I I um, don't know if like. Oh, Sakaki Barra doesn't seem to learn from anything, so there's a decent chance we might get a um, card in this style. That being said, um, I I don't know what the next one looks like. Like, do they do a whole lineup again? Because those are all the Ryzen champions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Rising dude, I don't know what that looks like. Um, has a light heavyweight division at the moment. Uh, I would say Jerry. Did, did Jerry take it with him when he left? I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, the, the biggest weight to have is welterweight, and it's the two best fighters are in it are Daichi Abe and Strasser. Maybe. Uh, uh, well, could you just do the women's divisions? I mean, Ryzen only has super atom weight. Oh, oh yeah. Right. I mean, issue. if there's any crossover, I want to see um, Saikazawa fight uh, Julian DeCourcy, um, Invicta FC atom weight champion. Psycho mm. who won the um, Ryzen atom weight, uh, super atom weight tournament, mm. even though she probably shouldn't have, but that's a whole other thing. Well, speaking of, um, but yeah, the Rising vs. Bellator card was it was good. I had a good time. Good to just once again, there's major props to both organizations just for pulling over a crossover event because it's just we don't get these often. Like I said, especially of promotions of this caliber, so you, you kind of just want to appreciate these when these happen because who knows when's the next time we'll right get to see something like this. I, um, I hope Bellator like sure Bellator sends some fighters over again just because. January is normally like a dead month for them. Like they have a big February coming up with two events, uh, the CBS card and the uh, what was it Bellator two eighty four? 
mm. think it was. Um, and that, that one's got um, uh, point being they, they, they've, they've got February coming up, but January is normally like a dead month for them. They could afford to send like a couple guys over there to make sure they get fights. Yeah, and, and you know, they're pretty like a top heavy with most of their division. So you could send over a, a Stotts. You could send over a. Shoot, what's uh, what's, what's Pico doing? Send Pico over there. Let him fight somebody. Pico is rehabbing his absolutely destroyed orbit. Oh, yeah. oh all, right, all right. Don't send Pico over there. <laughs> oh, Pico would have been a MMA star. Because he is the exact type of like, flawed fighter that would like, thrive in uh, a late 2000s, early 2010s. Like, I feel like... And we haven't seen how his career is going to pan out, but I feel like I'm going to look back at Pico's career and just be like, this should have went so much better. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm selling, I'm selling the boat on that one. Mm. I think I say he's done, but like this, this is this is it. This is the peak. Yeah, the, the body, right. the body's yeah. falling apart. Plus, Bro, he was on the like the front page of ESPN at one point. Yeah. Maybe I think that's probably why the I wonder if that's why like the 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 media circus around Bellator or the media around Bellator so like kind of died down. It's just like oh, the last time Bellator tried to sell us something, we saw him get knocked down and submitted by Zach Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So actually, real quick, speaking of cross promotions, uh, while we were talking, I was trying to find an old Twitter post, and I finally found it. Um, so this is a hypothetical, and for this hypothetical, we're just going to uh, imagine that one championship weight classes make sense. Okay. Because um, I don't remember how they work. but <laughs> Everybody's just up uh, a weight class. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, a, 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 a tweet that went out... Um, this was on November 21st uh, from MMA Mania. Uh, and the tweet, uh, the headline of the article was, One Championship Claims Superiority uh, superiority Over Bellator in Any Metric. And it says, and I quote, Our champions would steamroll Bellator guys. And uh, course, Chantry. A, yeah, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> but, but, shout out to Grabaka Hitman. He made a post about this. And I thought this was an interesting lineup. So I'm going to give you some fights. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Give me excitement level. Give me who you think will win. What, whatever your thoughts would be. Um, so if if Bellator versus one was to ever be a, a, a real thing, at 135, um, got two options. Sergio Pettis either versus Lineker or Andrade because I guess I don't know if they're going to rematch. I don't know how, that's, uh, how that situation is going to go. But... Um, I think that's a fun. I think either of those. Those are those are fun fights, super yeah. fun fights. Um, I don't know how uh, Dan Draws versus Pettis would go. Uh, I know John Lineker would send Sergio Pettis to the <laughs> to the other. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. For, I'm down for both of these. Um, I think I would more so want to see Lineker versus Pettis just because I just want to see Lineker just have a chance to 
punch somebody's head off. But um, I think this is an exciting fight. I think if this would have happened, this, you know, you you want to circle that one on the card because some something's gonna happen that fight. Something's gonna happen that fight. Um, one forty-five. Patricio Pitbull versus Kai Tang. Um. so hard because it's like Pitbull does not fight to the best of his abilities. Yeah, my brain wants to go Pitbull, but like Pitbull should win on paper. Yes. But oftentimes on paper doesn't pan out to what <laughs> to what actually happens. Like yeah, um, like guy hits pretty damn hard. Um, and I don't know if you saw his fight with Don Lee or is that how you pronounce his name? Don Lee? Yeah. Don Lee? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's got like a mean, like he's got a mean ass leg kick. Um, but I, I don't know. Oof. Um, I, I feel like this would be like a sleeper, yeah. like sleep sleeper upset for that one. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, yeah. My 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 thought process is like he. We can get him down, like if you wanted to, right? Like just take him down, but mm. but like volume wise and like uh like Ty has like power. He he's a good leg kicker. He's like which means he can score from range. Um, and you know that that would force Patricio to have to up his pace. And I was gonna say, like Koike, he's not just gonna fight with his back against. Yeah, he's 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 a mover. Don't get me yeah. wrong. He can he can like do the lateral movement type thing. Um, and I'm wondering, like, if Patricio is forced to fight at a higher pace, does that just mean like he's just like it? Is it going to tire him out quicker, or is he going to get sloppy, or is in his old age? Mm-hmm. Or is he? Does he have that other gear? He's just not. He's just phoning it in because he doesn't need to go any higher. You know. What you know I, mean? what I'm I think he he he. I think Tang could bring the other gear out of him because he might need to use it. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think I still go Pitbull, but if an upset happens, uh, would not be surprised at all. Um. Next fight. I think this would be uh pretty fun. Um. 155. Usman Nurmagomedov versus Christian Lee. That would be fun. Yeah, sign me up for this. Sign, yeah, <laughs> sign, sign me the hell up for that. This is key main event. <laughs> like, <laughs> sign me up for this one. Um, I don't know who wins this. Like, this is another fight where I want to say Usman should win, but, like, Lee is a dog, man. Like... Yeah, um, that guy comes back from some impossible things that just don't really make sense. Dude, dude is just out here willing himself to victory. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, and like, if we're being real, who's fought the harder competition? Mm. Yep, that is uh, that is <laughs> that is a thing. That is a thing. I mean, U- Usman has the. I would say the hype, I guess. But yeah, if we're looking strictly at, you know, tangibles, like what we've actually seen. Um, I mean, he did beat Patricky, but that's like the biggest 
But, yeah, and Pachuki is also like a limited fighter. Like, yeah, is a dude who lost to um, defeat Musayev. Like, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's been a super consistent fighter. He's like, he's beating the old versions of them, but like Josh Thompson, Bessa Henderson, um, three like slouch at all. Mm. Dude was out here. He beat Luis Gustavo, who was like a really good horizon. Uh, like, it's not like Usman like that. That fight was more just about like the limitations of Patricky than it was like Usman being like super duper better than him. Mm-hmm. Um. And, that's a toss. That's a toss up. That's that's a toss up. Yeah, I, like, it just has that wildcard factor around him. Yeah, like he's he's too unpredictable that I don't I don't feel a hundred percent comfortable betting against him. <laughs> All right, so actually, go, going on to the next fight because um, kind of the same thing. Um. Though I think this one I kind of have my mind made up. So 170 would still be Christian Lee, but it'd be Christian Lee versus uh, Yaroslav Amosov. Amosov. Yeah, Amosov. Sorry, Christian. You're not winning that one. <laughs> yeah, that that's, you know, that's that's one of those fights where you get like a moral win just for kind of surviving. But um, I mean, it's not like Amosov's going to go in there and just like dog him. But like, uh, or I should say, he's not gonna go in there and just like knock him out or submit him or whatever. He's a dude who has like how many? Yeah, I just think he controls him. Like I don't, I don't know how much Lee is gonna be able to fend him off. Yeah, I will say Lee will have the um, the power advantage, like, I, or not the power, the speed advantage because Amasov moves like he's in like water. <laughs> but if he gets a hold of you, it's not gets hold of him. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be a good time. Not gonna be a good time. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Amasov on that one. Um, these next two, well, this next one, I, I think, I think one could get this one possibly. Uh, 185. I, none of us really care about the division, for being honest. But 185, Johnny Eblen versus uh, Rainer De Ritter. That that's a. Uh, hmm. I I can't pick, and this is my Americanified brain. I can't pick. <laughs> I I can't pick um, a jujitsu dude who fights off his back against a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think of all. Well, you know I can't say that. Mm. Like I, 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 I think like, he has a chance. I I like me some Reiner the Ritter, but. I mean, uh, it's a chance early. This is the one where I, I don't know. Maybe it's my one bias. This is the one fight on the card where I'm just gonna lean one guy. Just I don't know. I I, I feel like of all the matchups, if I was the penciling one for sure, uh, the closest one that I think like all right he might win. I think I'm going Day Ritter. It also could be because I don't remember remember Johnny Eblen fights. Um, if I'm being honest. I. I, the only fights I really remember are the um, the one where he just beat the crap out of Gekker Masasi. Mm. But 
uh, like that's another one where it's just like uh, like if a guy like Johnny Elbum was to fight Patricio Pitbull, I'd probably pick him over Pitbull just on work rate. Mm. Um, and he he played really well into what Masasi's weaknesses always have been, which is volume and um, wrestling. Um, but yeah, no, um, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I I, I can't I can't do it. Uh, unless you're Kevin Lee, I can't do it. Alright, the next one. Uh this one uh I don't I don't I don't know if uh the Ritter's winning this one. Two oh five Vadim Nemkov versus Rainier De Ritter. Uh would it be De Ritter or would it be Antoli Mal- uh Malikin? Because Malikin's the light heavyweight champion. It's two twenty five, but like Hmm. Yes, when you start getting the higher up weight classes for both of these promotions, is when I start being like, eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Anatoly Malikin just because uh, I, I like his style better. I don't know if it works better or not against like a like a, a long kickboxer type like um, Nemkov, but. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bank on him being able to stop the takedowns, and just find the range to land those big ass bombs. No, no, and I, I don't, I, I, and I don't care that he's five eleven. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna say for both of these, I, I think, I, I think I'll pick Bellator either way. Whether it's, yeah, I think I'll pick Bellator either way. Um, the heavyweight, I, I don't even want to mention this, but for giggles. Uh, Ryan Bader versus Arhan Bueller. Um, Ryan Bader would murder Arjun Bueller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd either. Yeah, that's that's the fight on the card where it's like, all right, bathroom break, go put your food in the oven. Go, uh... I want somebody to ask: Does Chatry believe that Arjun Bueller would mur- uh, would uh, steamroll Ryan Bader? Because he hates, because he's been calling Arjun Bueller a coward for like six months now. <laughs> I don't know. He'll he'll he might be smirking in the back during that fight. Like we gotta have one sacrifice and you know. I'll send you out there to get slaughtered so I can have a reason to get rid of you later or something. <laughs> I'll I'll hold this one against you for a while. Yeah, you lost, so fuck yeah. you. <laughs> we'll just say I'll say one eighty five and down, I'm intrigued. Two oh five and the heavyweight, y'all can keep both of those if you're being honest. Um but the matchups from 185 and down, um, I'm for all of these. Um, yeah. Especially the number of off Christian Lee. Sign me up for that one. That's, that's, I saw that and I was like, I, I kind of really want to see this now. Um, now, obviously, this is all hypotheticals. Chattridge is out here just talking smack. Who knows if this will no, actually be a thing. Now, I would say, maybe, maybe, and this is this is me going in the hypothetical land. This probably won't happen. But you know, Bellator did the crossover with Ryzen, swept, went five and zero. Maybe maybe they're feeling themselves. You know. Yeah, but like here's the thing: it, my the, the thought is, or my thought is, one sees themselves as the UFC of Asia. They don't collab with um, Bellator. Like they're they're not they're, they like, and I think you hear it in Chatry when he's like being like our fighters steamrolled. Bellator fighters, I think 
the the unsaid part there is so what's the point yeah <laughs> yeah why why are we talking about this if uh i mean oh so one is supposed to come to the united states next year by the way they are they have reserved a um a arena in may in broomfield colorado mm. so oh boy surprised they didn't go to thackerville where was that at? Was that Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, that's that's other territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that's... surprised they didn't go to Sioux Falls, South Carolina, or South Dakota. I'm sorry. Oh man, Tachi Palace. There we go. There we go. Well, I just thought that was an interesting uh, little headline that caught my eye a while ago. Like, I, I, this this is actually kind of intriguing. Will it happen? Probably not. But it's fun to think about. Well, maybe Chatry so. Washington his cold cold heart like thawed it was just like yeah i want to prove that we can go five and oh on these people and he does rising or rising and bellator versus one and they get swept now i'm not gonna i was gonna say i'm not gonna lie um you know chatry is who he is uh but i do love one if if, if bellator swept them I, I i probably would <laughs> i might feel some kind of way <laughs> i might feel some kind of way all right one of y'all gotta get a win somebody mm-hmm. Well, all right, Len- Lineker, I'm going to put, you know, if, if you're the guy that's representing 135, I'm going to put all my stock in you. Go 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 take a head off. But um, no, that would be fun, though. That would be fun. Just a fun little, uh, fun little, little hypo- hypothetical. Um, I guess real quick before we get out of here, uh, not that we'll record for the – actually, you know what? I don't know because I was actually thinking if Volkanovski somehow beats Makachev – that might be pod worthy because I think he enters some conversations. Um, bro, Wokanowski's been on like a mean, his run has been kind of uh, it's kind of wild. I've been the UFC really wanting Max Holloway to be champion, yeah, <laughs> and the UFC and the. The UFC title challenger making process because the reason that this is happening, uh, Volkanovski is fighting one five, isn't because like the division. It's because the UFC is ter- is terrible at making new contenders, mm-hmm. and they really like. I guess like there's an argument that it's jo- it's partly Josh Emmett and Brian Ortega's like clavicles fault. But, like, you got dudes in the in the pipe, and they just need the fights to happen so that. Okay, they can... I'm surprised they haven't snuck Yair up there. I mean, he's so. in he's he's in that he's in that. Um, I think if he had beat Ortega outright, they would have gave him, given him the title shot. But oh yeah, he's he's fighting Emmett. Yeah, so, so he's, now he's just gonna fight Emmett, and I I have no idea how that fight even turns out because <sighs> Yair is tough as shit. Yeah, for all his other faults, he's tough as hell. Yeah, that's and that's a, that's just an interesting style matchup. That's a that's a weird one, but weird. I think weird in a good way. Yes. That's, yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get an entertaining one out of that one. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to real quick, just quick thoughts on uh, Magachev versus Volkanovski. Uh, does Volkanovski have a chance to win? Are you predicting he'll pull an upset? How do you how do you see this fight going? Um. Volkanovski is the best fighter on the planet right now. 
in my opinion. I think he's the smartest. I think he's the most well-schooled. I think he is um, um, the best striker in MMA right now. Um, dude is legit strong as hell. Like, pound for pound, one of the strongest dudes in the in the sport. Um, I don't know if he has a style where he can fight off um, Makovchev's pressure for 25 minutes. Because uh, Volk is probably not knocking him out. Mm. Um, and if they tie up, I am not sure how that looks for him. Yes, as much as I would love to see Volkanovski pull this off, the more I think about what are his paths to victory. And I, it, 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 it's like a perfect, it's like a perfect boxing virtuoso performance from him, which I think he's capable of, and I think he is a live dog in this fight. But if I'm like looking at it from like a okay, who am I who am I picking to win? Think I have to go with Makachev? Like I th- I think that I think that's the safer bet. Um, but Volk, if there's anybody who can do it, it's Volk. Let's, let's put it that way. If there's anybody at 145 who's going to come up and beat um, Makachev? It's going to be Volkanovski. He's going to find mm-hmm. a way to do it. Yeah. I, I no, want to say this is. I I think this is a fight between two of the smartest camps in MMA. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see game plans and strategies play out. Yeah, and I definitely want to hear in between rounds like what's the corner talk, um, because I think both of them have some puzzles to find out. Um, because even for Makachev, as as much as I think he he'll, I'm pretty sure he'll probably be the favorite coming in. But this is in no way a gimme fight. Um, like, I guess you should win, but at the same time, like, if if somebody's going to catch you slipping, it's going to be Volkanovski. And yes. he's somebody who very rarely have I ever watched a Volkanovski fight and been like, oh, he made a mistake. He shouldn't have did that. Like, like you said, this guy's super smart. He sound pretty much everywhere. Like he doesn't have a lot of glaring weaknesses, um, other than Makachev is just you know that 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 strength they got over there is a little different, and you know you don't want that on top of you at all. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Yeah, you're right. If anybody can find a way to get out of it, it's it's, it's Volkanovski. Um, I'm. Uh, I don't know if I want to do. I want to be bold and pencil in a <laughs> pencil in, because I, I I thought man I thought Oliveira was going to be Makachev. I really did, and boy did that not go well. Um, I think I I didn't give Makachev his, his proper due. I think he was a little better than I I probably gave him credit for. And the same here. Like I I did not expect him to be that smooth on the feet. And I say I'd imagine even by the time you know he fights. Volkanovski, which isn't too far from now. It's only in February. He might even take another step. Because um, like I said, we were not expecting the striking to look that good. And I don't think it'll be he'll be better than Volkanovski, but 
overall, even if his striking just takes a little bit of an uptick, rounding that out with everything else he has going on, that's just even more danger. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, man, I, I want to see Volkanovski pull this up. I want to see him pull this off. Um, ah, but I think I think I'm gonna have to go Makachev. Um, after the Oliver fight, I guess I got I got to stop hating. Uh, <laughs> you don't have you to know. stop hating. You just yeah, yeah, I got to I got to acknowledge that. Nah, he this guy's good. This guy's really good. Um, he is way better than what I I, I gave him credit for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Makachev, but uh, in my heart I'm rooting for Volkanovski. But if you made me bet money or put a gun to my head, um, yeah, I got I got I got to go with Makachev on this one. Um, yeah, so I think that's uh that's pretty much it uh for today's episode. It's a surprise episode anyway. We weren't supposed to be here. I don't even want to talk about the other two fights that's supposed to bring us out of retirement because. Yeah, <laughs> Crawford and Spence apparently just destined to just not happen, and I don't even know what John Jones is up to nowadays. Um, every like month, I see oh he's training to be at heavyweight. Look at him lift these weights. He's shaped like a heavyweight now. Give him yeah. that. <laughs> but then I see that post, and then he disappears for like another five months, and it's like all right, guys, I don't. This is the dude who's like always in the gym. And then leaves. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, he's not he's not fighting anybody. I don't I don't I don't know y'all. Yeah, we, we, those are the two fights. You know, just, at this point, it's just John Jones fighting at heavyweight. I don't even care who he fights. Um, but apparently, this is not going to happen. And Terence Crawford and 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 Errol Spence just I don't know what's going on over there. Both sides are blaming each other, and I don't keep up enough to really know or care. Just at this point, I just know it's not happening. That's all I know. Um, nobody seems to be fighting anybody. They're fighting yeah. everybody but each other. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. There's a whole thing about that. I'm not... Yeah, that's that's a whole nother pod probably by by itself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this is you guys' uh, little bonus episode that wasn't supposed to happen but happened. Um, the concept was too alluring. Right. <laughs> but, you know... Who knows when you'll hear from us again? Like I said, maybe if Volkanovski wins, I might be urged to come on here because I think that would be a, I think that would be a pretty big deal, um, if if he pulls that off. But I won't make any promises. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes, uh, when it happens. But uh, guess real quick before any, before we leave, any last last thoughts, shout outs you want to give? Uh, uh, shouts out. To uh, Marcus Aurelio for slamming the shit out of Hidenori uh, Tabata um, out, out into the mist pit um, this past week at um, Inoki Mumbai 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolute man. This is why all more captured guys because they're the only guys who think of the tweet like this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that. I've been seeing you post clips of that event. I'm gonna have to. I I, I have uh, Josh Barnett fought on it. Um, I forget who else fought on it, but like there there were a couple of people like recognizable names, but Aurelio. Um, so I was reminded by um Base Megaton because he he posted this. Um, so ever ago I'm talking like seven 
10 years ago, there was a like viral MMA knockout of a dude being like a three, like a, it was like it would be like a 360 spin to like a what did you call it? like a spinning heel kick, so along some ropes. Uh, I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was Marcus Aurelio. Mm. Yeah, dude is um. Man, and I think I talked about this with um, somebody. It was just like, MMA does not provide for the unique people to be unique anymore. Because I used to be Japan. Like, there's no reason a guy like Michelle Pereira, Pereira should be trying to learn how to wrestle. <laughs> Let him be free. Let him <laughs> do backflips, damn it. That's what I want out of MMA. I don't. I listen. Not everybody can be in compared to the UFC. You can just find like the weirdos who just do wild shit. Yeah, I want. Each other. I want dudes who go out to fights and just start drop kicking dudes. Yeah, who wants to see Michelle Perez like disciplined? Yeah, fuck that. Right, that's trash. <laughs> that nonsense. Who cares about discipline? I want to see. I want to see him throw a three sixty like uh, spinning heel kick into a tornado kick. Right. As he jumps off the cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As he jumps off the cage. We're never going to get that again. Like, yeah, we, we have poisoned deep. a truly transcendent talent. I want to be disciplined and have, like, I don't know, restrict. Like, who does that? Let, let these people express themselves. This is, this is Miss Marshall Arts, damn it. Right. <laughs> Remember the arts part. It's expression. That man wants to 350 kick off a cage. And then roll and flip and do a swanton, but let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> let him do it. Who cares about rules? That is why I love Don uh, Ryu Jima. That's up. Just like, okay, we have a cage, we have a ring, and so we're just gonna put floors on a mat. <laughs> just elevate the mat two feet off the ground. <laughs> no barricades. Oh man. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it. Um, go 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 go! Watch the clip. It's it was funny on Twitter for a couple of days. It's amazing. Man. <laughs> like I thought the dude's arm broke because <laughs> you hear like a crunch sound as soon as he hits the ground. Like that's his arm, isn't it? Ooh. It wasn't. He's good. He's fine. Yikes. It, yeah. I, I, I think he broke a rib. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to expression. Freedom yeah. of expression. Yeah. There you go. Uh, have any shout outs? Uh, rest in peace, Stephen Bonner. That was the thing that happened. True, rest in peace, um, Stephen Bonner. Rest, rest in peace, Stephen Bonner. Um, uh, we also have people this year, yeah, yeah. If we stayed here longer, that the RP list is, is kind of long this year, it's 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 a lot. So, I'll just say collectively, you know, rest in peace to you know, everybody we lost this year. Um, shout outs on the college football tip, TCU going to the national championship. Um, after the media, you know, y'all, y'all tried to tell us that we shouldn't be there. And, you know, I saw, I saw y'all talking. Um, so shut up now. We beat Michigan. I don't want to hear that no more. And, uh, we'll be playing Georgia. Uh, so that should be fun. Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. And, um, shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody like still listens. Like every now and again, I'll still get a notification. So-and-so like this track. I'm like, we haven't recorded in like a year, but. You know, shout out to whoever's finding this podcast like two years late and is still listening to episodes. You know, shout outs to you. 
I, I like this idea that there's somebody out there who's like trying to get like information on UFC Fight Night, like I don't know one oh five, and they're just like, "Look, I'm gonna go through all the podcasts and see what all, uh, everybody's like opinions on the fight." Right. Are. Hey. I mean, that's uh, how, that's how you create like a historical record. Good, yeah. good for them. That's the that's the valid thing. So shout out, shout out to y'all for for still listening, still supporting. Uh, and like I said, uh, soon, very soon, the Discord will be open. So. We'll uh, be able to watch fights and, and do do things. It'll be it'll be fun. Um, if you want to keep up with me, uh, I'm on Twitch. It's where I'm at a lot now these nowadays. Playing video games. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Serial Sensei. Serial Sensei on all platforms. Uh, mainly on Twitter. I have an IG, but I'm on it. But I'm not really on it. But you, you can still follow me. I'm I'm on it sometimes. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess that is that is going to be it for today's episode. Um, y'all have a good new year. Uh, or it'd be already 2023 by the time you hear this, but y'all be safe out there, man. Uh, be hydrated. Drink some water in 2023. Uh, please stay safe. Stay uh, stay warm. Winter's have been uh, actually it's like 55 degrees now. That's kind of wild, but it was like nine degrees last week. But you know, <laughs> stay stay safe in general. And uh, yeah, this is uh, me and Anti-Cool signing out for the Dojo Talk podcast, and we will see you whenever the next time we see you. Peace. Peace.